hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer, no room for any less. Listen now. Good morning, it's Monday, October 9th. I'm on Big Cam. If you're watching the video, Big Cam. You can see my hair's still a little bit yellow. Got one more dye around to go. And then it will be white. Uh, big news of the weekend. I put out the, uh, this isn't the big news, but I put out the weekend paid newsletter. If you want to subscribe to the newsletter, it's dailystockpick.substack.com. The weekend ones are paid for. Um, a few stocks I really liked. I included a bunch in there. I think there were four or five. Even a bonus one. Uh, if you listen regularly, you could probably figure out which ones they are, but I do want to give the paid subscribers some benefits, so I won't be going over that. If you just subscribe to the newsletter, the weekday ones are easy. They're free, and it comes to your inbox, so you don't have to listen to my voice, uh, you know, five times a week, four times a week. So, um, yeah, if you, wanted, if you want to look at that one, go. Uh, if you want just all of the uh, the links for the podcast, it's Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R.ee slash Daily Stock Pick. You got all the links, like TrendSpider. You can get my four-hour algorithm with a special offer. Get $50 off Seeking uh, Seeking Alpha, which I use regularly. I'll go over. Weeble, best broker. I love the app. I put $1,000 in there. My big portfolio is in Fidelity, but I love Weeble. Uh, there's the newsletter, $20 off your visible phone service. $20 off. Your phone service is only $25 on Visible, so it's $25 a month. This is the phone service I personally have. I love it. It's $25 unlimited plan. Check out our plans right here, and you can see $25 for unlimited talk and text, unlimited modal, mobile hotspot, spam protection. I barely get any spam. So if you want mobile phone service, uh, and of course, if you want a Tesla, just sign up right there. So uh, the big news of the weekend is the Israeli war. Um, hearts, you know, prayers go out to everybody over there. It was a terrorist attack. No matter which side of the um, the aisle you are on, whether two state or one state, whatever, um, you know, you can read up on the, the history of this conflict. Um, but whichever side you're on, I, I hate war. I hate war. Uh, there are a ton of war stocks that you can invest in. Uh, LMT, Lockheed, Boeing, BA, uh, RTX, G, General Dynamics, uh, GD. If you want a list, I will include this in the newsletter. If you want a list of uh, aerospace and defense uh, stocks, just go over to Finviz, finviz.com. And you go to their screener. Here's what, here's what I did. I'll show you the exact thing that I did just on, on YouTube right now. You go and you look up something like Boeing. Now, if you want to see the full, by the way, before I do that, if you want to see the full list of aerospace, just click on the heat map over here. And you know what? Go to industrials, aerospace and defense right there. There's a list of which ones are in the S&P 500. Boeing, uh, RTX, uh, Lockheed Martin LMT, NOC, General Dynamics, GD. And, and you get that full list. Look up one of them. So you go to Boeing, and, and I continue to say this, Boeing, in my mind, at this, at this level, it is a buy. But you can click right here, aerospace and defense. What I did on the link in the newsletter is I said, okay, give me the big market cap ones because I don't want small market cap ones. I want big ones. So Boeing, 
RTX Corporation, Lockheed. We talked about RTX being a, a, a beaten down stock because of the um, there was something there was some scandal or something that happened. This one's just at its well. Is it going to come back now with, with a potential war uh, and, and increasing the supply and increasing our defense budget, increasing everything of that sort? Um, yeah, let me go to the small, small, small boy. Uh, but yeah, is it going to come back? You could look at it. I mean, you know, I don't think it's a, a bad one. It's been beaten down, um, but we still don't have confirmation. It is up 5% in pre-market to 73. That puts it up here over the nine day. So we've got the confirmation. Is this the time where the death cross actually turns around and we start to move positive? Could be. It, it's not a horrible, horrible, uh, you know, valuation on the stock. Um, if we look at it, the average price target is 90 it's at 69. Take that with a grain of salt because the most recent ones are all downgrades. And $81, $71, $79, and you're not seeing a huge buy anywhere. So, you know, you're seeing that Gregory Hayes, uh, he optioned to exercise 5 million shares. He sold some of that at about 99. Uh, you know, he exercised them at 83. So, if you want to invest in war stocks, invest in those stocks. You can find them on Finvis. Don't forget one of the ones I love to trade, Palantir. Palantir is software that has helped Ukraine identify targets and identify um, strategic decisions in their war with Ukraine. So Palantir is one that I absolutely think has some war integration here. It is down 1.75%. It is not considered a war stock. It's considered a software stock. So I, I think they have some opportunity here. And the big one with Palantir is the, um, the helping uh, the, the UK with their uh, their Medicare system, their med medicine for all system. So, you know, Palantir, I, I continue to say that's a $20 stock by the end of the year. Uh, I think this one's good. Um, Palantir, if we go over here and we look at uh, Palantir and Finviz, and I'm using Finviz because everybody has Finviz because it's free. It's up 158% this year to date. Income, they're losing $48 million. Be in this stock when they announce that they are making money. Just be in this stock when they announce that they are making money. Their forward PE is 62, so it is very, very expensive. Price to sales is 17. Target price, 14.43. You can see there's not a lot of love on the street for this one. Uh, all through the last year, it's been downgraded, reiterated, initiated, uh, the whole thing. Um, we have a bunch of sales. Just sales. No buys. Just sales. So I, I, I personally love to trade this one. Uh, if it gets to 20, I'm absolutely selling. I'm not holding on to this one. I think I'm in at about 13 um, something, maybe 14 something, but it's at 16. So don't forget about that one. Uh, and I'll include the link for all of the uh, Finviz stuff. Oh, let's go over to Seeking Alpha to look at Palantir. What what do, does the quant system in uh, Seeking Alpha, and I've been using this, by the way. I like their quant system. Their quant system says hold. Wall Street says hold. Seeking analyst uh, analysts, Seeking Alpha analysts say buy. And Palantir's implications of the $28 billion mega Cisco Splunk deal. Palantir's in there. $250 million deals are positive, but not for near-term profits. Palantir, hold. Palantir, time to get out. That was on September 22nd. Let's see where it was on September 22nd. 
September 22nd, you were at 1451. Time to get out. Boy, you're at 1653. Market just opened up. It's now turning positive. Not the market, but Palantir. Palantir is now turning positive on the market. Um, One that might not see a pop, and I did say this in the paid newsletter, but be be aware, uh, aware of this one. Uh, I am going to take this out, this annotation out, because it's already old, because it's Monday. That was on the weekend. But 417 was clearly the bottom. You're running along this 200-day. It's at 447. It's down 2%. Um, NVIDIA canceled their AI summit that was ex- uh, scheduled for this week. It was October 15th and 16th, I think, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, it is canceled. They're they not going to do it virtually. They're just canceling it. So be aware that uh, it, it this one, yeah. I mean, the pop that I was expecting this one may not come about. Uh, you know, one that trades in line with this that I do love, and I've said this many times, is SMCI. This one is down at 281, two, down 2%. I think you can buy it. It's, it's kind of lost its, its confirmation right there. Uh, and when we talk about confirmation, remember we're talking about the nine-day EMA right here. Uh, in nine days, this one's up 16% in nine days. It's kind of turning over a little bit. I think it provides you a buying opportunity to get in for the long term. I don't see the death cross happening in this one. I see this one continuing on its way up. Their earnings are coming out October 31st. So while the AI summit was canceled, expect some announcements. Don't expect them to just put off what they were going to announce. They're, they're going to announce it at some point in time. They may be finding a new venue. They might be doing it virtually. Who knows? Uh, I, I would suggest that that one is, a, is probably a buy. I will be adding to my position. It's already kind of turning around. And like I said last night to my friends last night, hey, the war probably is going to take a hit you know, on the market. Uh, oil prices will go up. Um, and, and we'll talk a little bit about energy. But uh, uh, I do think that the market comes back from it. I just seem to think that the market comes back from it. Um, talking about energy, boil. In pre-market, this one got up over 70. Uh, we talked about this one being a $70 stock. It's down at 68, 76. Uh, in the short term, you don't have confirmation on a five-minute chart. We looked at this one on 65-minute um, uh, chart. It, it's very high. Right now, the RSI is 75. It's overbought. We're heading into winter. Don't don't underestimate how much Boyle could run if for some reason Europe signals, hey, our supplies, you know, they're not as high as we thought they were. Or China says, ooh, we need no more natural gas. Uh, or Russia turns off Nord Stream. You know, Russia may get pissed at, at NATO. And you know what? We're going to turn down Nord Stream. Remember, Nord Stream was uh, Nord Stream Two was vandalized. Um, it was blown up. So you know, the CIA probably had something to do with that. But I'm not going to get you know tracked by the U.S. government. They already know too much about me. Um, core portfolio. Uh, this is a Seeking Alpha, and I love Seeking Alpha. By the way, I, I've done a ton with Seeking Alpha over the weekend. I really, really like this service. Uh, pre-market portfolio digest, PXD up 10.45%. Uh, 
As of the top gainers on Friday, Snowflake up 6%, Eli Lilly up 4%. The top losers, Costco down 2%, Walmart down 1%, and Exxon down 1.67. Exxon was down just because they said they're going to buy uh, PXD. So that, that's going to take a hit. You're, you're still going to get a huge pop in Exxon. Exxon is up 3% today. Um, PXD is up another, uh, let's see, 0.24%. PXD is kind of calming down a little bit. Because it wasn't announced over the weekend that Exxon's going to buy them. So there's some thought. Maybe the stock ran up too much and it's too valued, blah, blah, blah. I still bought it 234. If uh, I'll show you PXD's chart in a little bit. But here, Exxon, you're right around the 200 day at 105. If you didn't buy on Friday, I don't know why you didn't. Uh, I say that anything under 110 on this one, I think you're fine. You're going to get a nice dividend. You're going to get a nice buyback. You're going to get some nice value out of this October 26th. Oil prices are up. You're not going to see this one go up back up to 120 overnight. Um, but you are going to see Exxon continue to move up. I, I, you know, Energy is going to be one of the things that, that takes a nice little pop. Um, as far as the, uh, the, the trading portfolio, and by the way, if you want to follow any of these, SavvyTrader.com. SavvyTrader.com is a place where I journal all of my trades. It is 100% free. Savvy Trader is 100% free. Um, there is nothing in Savvy Trader that you get charged for from me at all. There is nothing that if you want to journal your trades like I do, that you get charged from Savvy Trader at all. I have a, a core portfolio, which I put uh, stocks into that I think are good to buy. I also have a trading portfolio, and that trading portfolio is in Seeking Alpha. And so when I got my email over the weekend, Palantir, DraftKings, and AMD were the big winners. Um, this is where, you know, this this is the, the trading portfolio you can see. Uh, I'm down uh, pretty much on today. But if you look overall time, SMCI, I'm up. Uh, Palantir, I'm up 17%. Meta, I'm up uh, $210, up 5%. Um, PXD, I'm up 1%. That was one that I just bought on Friday. Uh, DraftKings, I'm up 2%. So, uh, But if you want to follow me, it's SavvyTrader.com slash DailyStockPick, and you can follow both both of them. But I do like um, uh, that I get these summaries, and these summaries are great on the weekends. Um, by the way, let's take a look at SPY uh, again here. Now that the market's open, we can see where SPY is. SPY is up. It opened at, uh, let's see, opened at 427. It's up at 428. So uh, it's up right now. But TrendSpider had an interesting tweet. Welcome to October. The next four weeks all have a win rate over 70% for the S&P 500 over the last 15 years. Where do you see that? Well, you go into the seasonality here and we can go weekly, a week of the year. And we can go back to, uh, they went 15 years, so that would be what? Um, let's see. Do, do, do. Let's go back to, yeah, there you go. Uh, next four weeks, we'll go back to January 2009. Um, there you go, week of the year. Let's see, next four weeks, 67%. Next week, 79%. Following week, 71%. Following week, 79%. Yeah. That's a crazy, crazy good, uh, you know, if you want to buy into SPY. Now, we've got a war going on. We've got differences, blah, 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 the whole thing. But SPY, 
you've you had this buy down here at 424 you're at 428 so you, you've made a little bit of money off the algorithm you know this buy it here at 425 you're still making money even if you didn't get out on that one uh your macd is low i mean your macd is low it's it at some point it should come up doesn't mean the catalyst won't start sending this one down uh and, and we can talk about you know this kobesi letter that that this remains by far that one of the most troubling charts in the market despite the huge run in higher uh run higher in treasury yields and simultaneous drop in bond equities remain strong historically speaking u.s treasuries and equities have traded with near perfect correlation now the gap between u.s treasuries has become massive either equity valuations need to fall or bond prices need to rise this isn't the bond yield Understand this isn't the bond yield. This is the cost of the underlying bond. And so the 10-year treasury uh, right here is in red. And as you've seen bond rates go up, the 10-year treasury cost has come down. The reason bond yields have gone up is because there's a fear that the U.S. over 10 years may not be able to pay and may get a Moody's downgrade. And, and so they're having to pay more interest out, which means that the bond prices go down. The white line that you see is the NASDAQ 100. Now, that is the super high growth. So, yes, it has traded in correlation. This only goes back to 2021. So it hasn't traded for this long. It is super, super uh, concerning that this this rate has has diverged that much. So the question is, what's going to happen? Are the bond rates going to start coming up and the bond yields start to come down? Well, if the Fed starts lowering rates, that's exactly what's going to happen. And that may be what they have to do. And so the equity prices will continue up and bond rates will continue up as well. And maybe bond rates actually start to move up. The bond cost, I shouldn't say, the bond cost, not rates, but the bond cost will move up. So it's a little bit troubling. I'll put this in the newsletter if you want to see it. It's an interesting one to, to see. Uh, let's go over to Savvy Trader because I want to show you. If we go to the history here, you can see I bought PXD on Friday. And I bought it $234.64. Um, it is not crazy. I bought it $234.64 thinking. And I put the note in here. I think XOM will buy them for $250 a share in between now and then. We will see a special dividend based on higher oil prices. I already own a bunch, so this is just adding to my current position. Let's go over to PXD. So one of the things that you have to know about PXD is that when they announce their earnings, they typically announce special dividends. And what those special dividends are, are dividends that are assigned um, you know, based on the, the oil income that they made that quarter. So October 26th, two weeks from now, is that their earnings. They had a, a board meeting over the weekend, I believe, to talk about these earnings and to talk about the PXD, um, or I'm sorry, Exxon had a board meeting over the weekend um, to talk about the potential um, PXD uh, takeover or buyout. Um, and I think that's, that's kind of where it stood. Didn't happen. I'm not upset about it because October 26th, if I bought a 234, my thinking was, hey, I'm going to have uh, October 26th. I'm going to get another special dividend. Well, let's go over here to Seeking Alpha. First, we'll go, you know what? We'll go to the, the free version, Finviz. Um, I th you can look up PXD and Seeking Alpha for free anyway. You don't need an account in PXD. You just get some extra stuff uh, with the paid account. And I'll show you some of that extra stuff. But you can see the dividend here is 5%. 
it was 10% because you get special dividends. And that's where we're going to go into Seeking Alpha and look at it. Um, but you can see upgrade JP Morgan, 264 is the price target. The actual, uh, the average price target is 249. Take that with a grain of salt because it has, you know, over the past, um, year, it's been 220, 210, 238, um, you know, and 264 is the most recent. So what do we see in the, the, we see two buys November of last year at 247 and 254, you know, tiny buys director. 50,000. But those are the only two buys, insider buys that we saw. Now, if we go to uh, Seeking Alpha and we do PXD and we look up Pioneer Natural Resources, remember Finviz said that the dividend was 5%. So let's go over here and we'll look at the dividend here. Uh, now, uh, there's a lot of articles here about the deal getting killed, blah, blah, blah. Uh, one thing that I want to look at is the quant rating, which is part of the paid service of, of uh, Seeking Alpha. And again, if there's a link down below for um, $50 off, it's $189 a year. And I'm totally getting $189 worth of value off of this. But the quant holding is 3.27. Um, Wall Street has both. Wall Street has it as a buy. Seeking Alpha analysts have it, has it as a buy. Not super strong, but 3.62. Remember, this is a one to four rating. It might be a one to five, one to five rating. One to five rating. The valuation, D plus. They say it's too expensive. The growth, it's an energy company. It's not growing. Profitability, A. I mean, they're just, they're lowering their cost, increasing their profits. Momentum, B minus revisions uh, over there. Let's look at the dividend. Because Seeking Alpha gives you, and this is free too, you can see the dividend going forward is 2.11 because they announced special dividends. Uh, you can see the dividend yield. Uh, right now, 5.06 for your average dividend yield is 5.06. 5. Um, you can see it, it, the dividend yield here. Look, last year when price of oil was was super high, uh, you know, even this year, it was a 15% dividend on a three set March, March 17th. Now, as the price of oil has come down, boom, it, it's come down. Uh, 10 year. Look at look at how high that is. Again, in... in uh, uh, March of this year. So here's the dividend history. You can see 11% total in the year of uh, 2022. So far, average yield this year has been uh, 11.37. So we've kept on that 11% dividend rate. Now it's been lower because they haven't paid out the special dividend. You can look at the dividend um, dividend history right here and you can see um, uh, here's the payouts. So See the special? It was only $0.59 cents back here in uh, September. Now, in uh, in uh, May, it was $2.09. That was the special one. Now, in uh, March, it was $4.48. Uh, and, and in November, it was eleven. It was uh, an eleven twenty nine. It was $4.61. So you can look at this one. I mean, this is $1.25. You're going to see this one come back up. Probably to the two to three dollar range, I would say, uh, and we're going to get a special dividend. So, or you're going to get this one bought, one or the other. That was the reasons I bought it. So, for those of you wanting to know my system and my thought process, that's it. Simple as that. Simple as that. Um, Coke. I know I've been down on Coke. Um, not cocaine, Coca-Cola. Ko is the uh, symbol. Uh, this one's becoming. Very interesting. There's a couple of reasons Coke is down. First is that the rumors that the weight loss drugs are going to get people not to drink as much Coke or eat as many snacks. It'll be fine. 
it's so diversified that is an overreaction absolute overreaction um the second is that the earnings that are coming out on october 23rd they may get hit with the strong dollar because they do have a exposure to a currency and with a strong dollar they're going to actually make less money it's going to look like they make less money so that that always you know typically wall street firms kind of pass this up and they don't they don't worry about it but it is becoming interesting based on just a historic level now the pe is 21 super super expensive forward pe of 18 super expensive it is down 16 percent this year it is two percent above it's 52-week low of 51.55, which we just hit. So a- am I a buyer in this one? I am not. Am I a seller? No. Uh, I am somebody who's just sitting here holding. And we can go over here to, to Finviz and we can look at Coke. I think they're actually a buy in something. Yeah, buy, buy, strong buy. And the quant is saying buy this one because it, it, it's so low, so low. Uh, price and dividend history. You can look at this one. It historically, it's just come down to probably where it was in 2022, which was 56.38. I mean, you can go all the way back here. It just trades in this super tight range. Sixty dollars is the price that I'm comfortable trimming this at. I am not comfortable trimming this one at 52 because I do think that it comes back. It's got some some issues. Uh, and, and you can read about the issues if you want here on um, on, uh, uh, on on Seeking Alpha. You can go to Finviz and look. The unfizzing Coca-Cola thing, this is September 21st, rating downgrade. Um, and all of these articles you can read on Seeking Alpha, or you can just go over here to, to Finviz and look at the articles below. But Coke, it's compelling. I may actually buy more. I'm a little bit disturbed by how, how badly it's been beaten down. Um, the 10 largest stocks in the S and P 500 have performed extremely well in 2023. First one, Apple, Apple is up 40% year to date. This one's down 0.29. You're not going to lose that confirmation. Don't be worried. You're going to get back to this 200 day at 182. It's on that run. Apple has just been a winner in 2022. Uh, Microsoft, Microsoft is up 35% 35% in 2022, in 2023. I'm sorry, all of this is 2023. So Microsoft is up 35%. Uh, Google is up uh, 53% year to date. So this one still has confirmation. That 132, great buy. Anything under 130 is a fantastic buy in this one. I would consider this to continue going. October 24th is their earnings. That's going to be a day where you're going to wish that you would have owned it because I think they're going to have some AI announcements. It's going to make them shoot. Amazon is up 47% year to date. This 128 buy, even though you're trading at 126, you've lost your confirmation. I'd be a little bit worried. Here's the thing about Amazon. Amazon up year to date 47% sounds great. Maybe I should trim it and maybe I should sell it, blah, blah, blah. I don't think so. Amazon is getting the reason you want to buy on this pullback is the pullback is based on the FTC lawsuit. The FTC lawsuit is a win no matter what. If they if they win and Amazon is forced to break up, you get AWS with this, which is the growth portion of Amazon. If they don't win, you continue to own AWS, which is the growth portion of Amazon. 
no matter what goes on uh, with AI, Amazon wins because Amazon has Amazon Web Services to run. Llama, which is Meta's large language model, you've got to use it on Amazon's uh, AWS. So you you can you can use Llama for free. What what I, th- I heard a great um, I think it was uh, on the tape podcast where the guy's talking about. Um, you know, what, what Mark Zuckerberg does, what Mark Zuckerberg does, he's a genius. Uh, he actually takes, um, uh, you know, companies that are working like Snapchat, uh, like, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't, uh, duplicate Instagram. So what did he do? He bought Instagram. He couldn't duplicate WhatsApp with messenger. So what did he do? He bought WhatsApp, but he's a genius at coming up with just, uh, copying now what's he doing with the the meta um the 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 meta glasses the new ones the ai glasses that you know virtual reality glasses the metaverse whatever you want to call it he's trying to get into uh the ecosystem uh before apple does because once apple gets into that and their um vision pro is lost launched in january it's game over for for meta if he has not secured enough people to buy these $400 hardware glasses and to get into things then he loses out on that and and even if he loses out on that that's 10 years down the road that's revenue that's 10 years down the road they continue to spend on it today but it's just a small portion so i'm not worried about it. nvidia is up 217% this one's going to continue to go because they are the leader in uh in um uh ai right now tesla if that dojo product project becomes uh, Envision for full self-driving becomes a reality, this is a game changer for this stock. It is up 138% this year. NVIDIA, by the way, up 217%. We talked about Meta. Uh, Meta is up um, 149%. You know what's up 12%, by the way? I was shocked at this one. BRK.B. This is Berkshire. And you're back down at the 200-day. It's, it's gone through this slide. You're back down at the 200 day. Is it expensive? Well, it is a little bit. But historically, you're back under the 9-day. You're under the 21. What has happened when it hits the 21-day? Kind of has always come back. So you're still in this upward channel uh, for long term. You, you do have this gap down here at 212. I don't think you're getting down there. Uh, I don't think you're coming down there. The lowest I would say that you come is 328. And this is just a buy and hold stock. So Berkshire, I was, Lily is up and Visa is up. Now let's talk about Webull. Webull, I got an, uh, email, an alert on my phone this morning. Get 12 free stocks. Click that link down below. Uh, and if you put in $3, you'll get up to 12 free shares. So I put $1,000 in. I get a bunch of free shares. So far, I'm at uh, uh, $2,400, $2,400. But I got their alert. And there are three stocks that, in particular, the three company, largest cap companies that are reporting this week, uh, UNH is reporting on Friday. I've said, hey, this one, I think this one under $500, absolutely a buy. I was pounding the table. I bought it way back here at like 480, way back in March, I think it was, 480. I haven't added to it. I, well, I added a little bit around here, around when it got down to 481, I think. Wasn't much. My initial buy was my largest buy. But I'm sitting there, what, four figures? Yeah, maybe five figures uh, in that one. UNH, this one has has just taken off. A- and you're heading into earnings that are coming out on Friday. So the estimation is $6.31. 
you can see $6.14, $6.26. Previous was $5.79 uh, is what uh, uh, Weeple says. So that $6.14 may just be unadjusted. Uh, JP Morgan is coming out on Friday as well. And this one has the start of the banks, you know, Wells Fargo. I'm not a big JP Morgan fan because I do think that they helped Epstein. Um, this is the issue with JP Morgan. It's just the best bank in the business and it's the best run. But they knew exactly what JP what Jeffrey Morgan was doing. So I'm just ethically, eh, it's kind of like buying war stocks. Am I gonna do it? Eh, probably not. Now, Pepsi, this is kind of similar to Coke. They come out tomorrow. Uh, and I think it's after the bell. This should be a good, uh, oh no, it's pre-market tomorrow. This should be a good um, indication of Coke. And where is Coke going to go? Because if people are pulling back on their, uh, uh, on their, their snacking, on their, their drinks, this is going to be the first indication of that. If those weight loss drugs are actually taking effect and, and we're seeing a, a, a decrease, this is the first indication that you're going to see. So those three stocks, United Healthcare, JP Morgan, and Pepsi, are the biggest uh, companies ranked by market cap that are reporting this week. My weekly stock pick this week, if you guys don't know, um, my weekly stock has a newsletter, myweeklystock.substack.com. You should um, subscribe to it, absolutely. Even though he's down 9% in 2023, look at down market last year, he was up 13%. I think the S&P was down 13%. He was up 13% uh, in 2021. All this is, by the way, his entire system is picking a Dow stock, one of 30 stocks, buying on Monday and selling on Friday. And it's momentum indicators. But this week, his pick is Google, G-O-O-G. I recommend buying G-O-O-G because G-O-O-G is what Google buys when they buy back stock. The only difference is G-O-O-G-L has voting rights. But Larry and Sergey own 95%, 99% of the voting rights. So G-O-O-G-L will never get you voting rights. So you might as well buy G-O-O-G. Uh, if we just look, let's look at G-O-O-G versus G-O-O-G-L because it, it constantly changes which one's actually doing better. Um, let's look at the difference. Select symbols and we'll look at G-O-G-L, uh, Google, and we'll trash the S&P because Google does beat the S&P. Now one year, GOOG 39.57, GOOGL 39.72. Three year, uh, 83% for GOOG, 82% for GOOGL. Uh, five year, 142 versus 139. 10 year, 410 versus 530. But that's because GOOG, um, that's just since uh, GOOGL was out in 2013. But GOOG comes out in 2014. So there's that gap. I, I have no doubt GOOG out, actually outperforms it. And it's, it, you know, look at the five year. So uh, if we go to a custom date, no, we can go to a custom date, I think. Um, yeah, I don't need to go back to a custom. Just buy GOOGL. That's the one that you want. Um, there's an interesting uh, YouTube video from uh, Wealth Adventures. And you guys always ask me, I, I, I get emails a lot about these high yielding dividend um, ETFs, uh, JEPY and QQQY. Uh, they are rumored to be paying 60%. Let's look, JEPY, uh, the yield is rumored to be 60%. 
So let's look at this one. It is enhanced options. Um, and let's see, the yield, 4.79. But if you go over here, let's see, JEPY. Um, yeah, 57.51%. It's, it's all kind of just based on one month because they're so new. Don't believe it. And he goes over a lot of this in this uh, in this video, but there's zero date options, uh, zero date put options. He goes over everything. Daily options, usually high fees, uh, 60% yield. It's new with super low float. So understand these are ones that you may lose the capital on very quickly. It, it, there might be a rug pull, most likely not, but you could lose uh, your, your actual uh, uh, asset rather quickly. He even says it's akin to zero day options gambling. That's essentially what it is. It's, it's, it's gambling. Uh, so watch that video. I'll include it in the newsletter. Now I'll also include a, uh, falling wedge in force scan from Trendspider. This is, um, you can import this scanner falling wedge is, uh, just, Hey, this might be a rebound. If we're in for a rebound, these stocks may, because they're in a falling wedge, you might want to take a look at them like Nike, quality company at 95. Verizon, quality company, 7% dividend yield. Disney, uh, Nelson Peltz just said, hey, I'm going for a board seat on that one. Disney is one. WBD, that's Warner Brothers Streaming and Newmont Corporation. Uh, Albemarle, which actually came with a, a cross-up today. We'll go over that one. Uh, PayPal, which you guys know, I think it's an $80 stock at some point in time. So I'll include this one. In, so you can literally, all you do is log in and import. Uh, if you have TrendSpider, if you've taken advantage of it, log in and import, and then you subscribe. This is the same way that you get my algorithm and stuff like that if you actually subscribe to uh, TrendSpider. So it's super easy. You subscribe to Falling Wedge in Force. So I can I can look at it now. Let's see. Um, let's look at Falling Wedge. Oh, come on, search. Falling Wedge um, in Force by TrendSpider. It looks at the S&P and it currently looks at the S&P and says, okay, where are the falling wedges? And it'll pull up the S&P 500 and we can look at these. And that's, it scans through that. So I think you can even do it uh, falling wedge. Yeah. Falling wedge enforced by TrendSpider. So we can scan that one. You can actually, we'll just stop it. You know what? We won't look at, we'll look at it in the porf core portfolio. Um, let's look at it in daily stock pick core portfolio. Uh, corp investment scan. Microsoft's the only one. So Microsoft has a falling wedge in the daily. And you can see that. Uh, I don't have it. I don't have it displayed on my thing, but you'll see it. The falling wedge is boom, boom, boom. And it's in force. So... It looks at price, falling wedge, short-term, uh, price close, falling greater than the falling wedge. So it's a rebound scanner. I like it. Uh, yes, we're going to continue. Um, and if we look at Microsoft, is Microsoft a buy -in? I think it is a buy in the algorithm, in my algorithm. Microsoft, yes, 316 was a buy. It's at 326. Now, Mabel from Spotify wants me to look at cart. She says, hey, I want you to look at cart. You guys know this is Instacart. Um, it's brand new, so it's not very, you know, analyzable. Um, I've said, hey, don't participate in IPOs. And the reason I say don't participate in IPOs 
is because they typically just because you, you your your pricing I think was at thirty one dollars, but the pricing to actually um, uh, to the public wound up being around forty two. So you could have traded it for a nice little pop on day one. Since then, it's never gotten back there. In fact, it's broken below its 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 thirty dollar price target. And and I uh, announced, hey, Fidelity invited me to get in early on this one. I would have gotten it back at thirty bucks. Uh, I declined it because I'm locked in for 90 days, I believe. It was either 90 or 120 days where I can't sell it. If I do sell it, I'm not able to participate in Fidelity's um, IPO anymore. They won't invite me early. So I kind of hold it and I'm like, okay, let me pick a company where I'm sure it's going to hold up. Instacart. Here's my thoughts on Instacart. I'm not a guy who would get my groceries delivered by somebody. Uh, I do have neighbors who do this, um, uh, mothers with kids, but here's Instacart's fatal flaw. Uh, Instacart went after uh, Walmart and they said, hey, we want you guys to use Instacart, just like they did with Publix, uh, with Kroger, with other supermarket chains. And they went out and they said, hey, we want you to you know, use our service and our service is better and we'll organize it and blah, blah, blah. What did Walmart do? Walmart went and built their own. What do they need Instacart for? So when you have scale, you don't need Instacart. And that's the problem I have with Instacart is that, yes, they're, 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 they're a great platform. Yes, they get the drivers. Yes, they, they're, they're good on, on, on certain things. I'm just not a fan because, A, I wouldn't use it. Uh, B, it's easily uh, integrated by or, or built by a, a retailer that has scale and see where are they getting their money from? They're upcharging you because they, they've got to pay the grocery stores the same price that, that they would pay, um, you know, to, to you for groceries. Are they getting the discounts? You know, say, say Publix says buy one, get one free. Um, and you buy that. Well, maybe they're paying instant, you know, giving it to Instacart as well, but it's not like you're getting a better deal. So I'm not a huge fan, Mabel. Doesn't mean that, you know, hey, these guys couldn't get some type of huge contract. The average target price is 31. Right now it's trading at 24. I still think it's overvalued. The price to sales, they don't even have it. You know, with an IPO, you're going to have to wait until the first earnings call to really understand this business. You know, the the, the roadshow, they give out a little bit. And the, the, these buys that you're seeing at, at 1 million shares at $30, those are just ones that were given out and they had to buy it and they bought in early. So at 30 bucks was the the, the buy-in there. Uh, you're seeing this one on September 21st, they sold uh, at $30. That's because, you know, this was part of the reason that Instacart went public is a lot of these companies had huge dollars in the last funding round that were put in. And I think it was a valuation of $75 a share uh, equivalent, $80 a share. So in order to get their money out, they had to go IPO because you can't take a loss on a private, as a private company, as a private uh, angel investor, you can't take a loss on something that's not public. So they, they wanted it to become public because then they can write off the loss. So that's the only reason Instacart went, went public was because of that. So I'm a little bit concerned that that people would get into this one thinking that it's going to pop back up and going to pop back up. You you got a long time until this one actually makes a, makes a business out of it. Uh, let's talk about some scans. Morgan Stanley. Uh, Morgan Stanley is one that I personally own. 
Uh, their earnings are coming up uh, later in November, I think. Um, let me see. Yeah, it's probably November. It's out there. Uh, but they're not reporting this week. There's nothing, no real catalyst on this one. But if you get good earnings from the financials, you'll see this one pop. It's kind of turning over. It's down 1.46. Um, you know, you've got a negative 200. There's nothing exciting about this one. PXD, on the other hand, uh, this one, you're up 1% today. You're at 239. I think 240 is probably your top. I may trim at some point um, some of my long-term stuff on this. Uh, not before I get those that earnings. Not before I get um, you know some type of. Uh, uh, oh, let me get the four-hour. Some type of. Um, uh, there we go. And earnings are October twenty-sixth. There we go. Uh, but it's it's positive. I mean, you've got all the momentum that you need. Now you do have this gap down here between two fifteen and two twenty, and that was the day that the um, the potential the the buyout was announced on Friday. PXD Wells Fargo, same as Morgan Stanley. Uh, this one has been beaten down. I said forty bucks was the buy on this one. I bought a bunch under forty. I, I've ridden it all the way back down. You're seeing this one back in July at forty five dollars. I'd buy it here at thirty nine sixty nine. You know, again, you, you may be waiting. We don't know what the long term bonds are doing to these uh, the, these financial companies. Bank of America, Wells Fargo. There's a rumor that Schwab is going to take a huge loss uh, between their their long term bonds that were paying out at two percent, where they had to take the losses from the Fed on that. Uh, and TD Ameritrade, there's a lot of thought that um, you know uh, Schwab has lost a bunch of money with the TD Ameritrade stuff. So you're going to hear a lot about that. But Wells Fargo, I think you're perfectly fine buying that one. Enjoy the dividend while you can. SPG, Simon Property Group. This is a mall owner, kind of like a REIT, pays a nice dividend. Uh, let's see, SPG, I think it's a 6%, 7% dividend, 7.17. Uh, 103, it's a, you know, 104 43 is the buy. I, I think you're fine buying there. I think you're getting back to the 200 day at 113. This is just, you know, the weakness in the consumer. SPG, I think, is fine. Shell, this is energy. Uh, this is as far as oil goes. We had the bump up here at 64.55. You're at 65. I think you're fine. It's a little bit expensive uh, historically if we look at a weekly on this one, but I think the price of oil continues to go up and you're seeing this one continue to just rise. I think you're fine on this one, to be honest. Uh, the 200-day starting to turn. You had this uh, golden cross back here in 2022, July 2022, where it's trading at 48, and you're at 65 right now. Shell is fine. Uh, Albemarle, we talked a little bit about this one uh, as an um, uh, energy company. Albemarle, 159.87. It's at 154. It's down 3%. Um, let's see. Honeywell came up on the, the scan as well. Honeywell. Um, 159, they have something to do with industrials. So they probably make parts that go into war machine. So 184, do you get back to this 202? Not recent, not like immediately, but probably a decent amount. I mean, long-term this one, it, it, it's a good company. I mean, nothing that I would sink my entire portfolio into, but you're under the 200 day. What's happened the two other times that you've gotten under the 200 day recently, September at the October lows. Then, you know, July 4th here in 2022, you've gone back up. So I think you can play this one for a little bit of bounce if you're willing to hold on. Uh, 3M, I would not touch this company. 
they, they've been embroiled in lawsuits over earplugs with the military and other things and the masks. I'm just not a fan. I mean, th- this one has continued to just slide and they've continued to just, you know, surprise on the downside. Um, Home Depot. Home Depot has a, a this was a 200, and th- I'm sorry, a $320 stock. You know, just what? A month ago? And, and you're at 292 That's a big swing down. I would wait for this one. I, I Even though it's got the cross up, I would kind of sit there and wait. Um, CEG, which is Constellation Energy. I'll talk a little about it a little bit. I think that that potentially some of these um, utilities are, are a good buy. So I, I like that one. CEG. Um, Workday. I'm just going over a couple of these. Workday. Any reaction in the market is an overreaction. This one got killed on its uh, you know announcement that earnings will be down. Went from 226 down to 217. You're starting to see it come back. It's at 213. You do have confirmation. Um, I like it to come back to this 226 level. I, you know, it, it's not a big gainer. This is a solid company. I, I think that, that it's overdone what was announced about it. So I think you're fine on that one if if you want to invest in it. I'm not throwing money into it, but LMT Lockheed Martin. We talked about the war stuff. This one is up six percent in pre in uh, the market right now. LMT is fine. Uh, the Bank of New York. I like this one. We talk about the financials and how you know long term. I think this one just got beaten down again with some rumors about the bond stuff, and I think this regional bank is is solid. BK is the the name Citigroup. this one again just like every financial under 40 i think you're fine buying i think this is a 47 dollars stock i think Citigroup is fine uh let's talk about another utility southern company this is my uh, power company georgia power southern company it charged me a freaking fortune 63.49 it's under its 50 day i think utilities are done i will include a covered call option and income etfs levered etfs like svxy umdd udow they all got uh, cross ups vanguard low cost etfs i'll include those in the newsletters two sectors that are interesting got cross ups and are bullish now uh xlf is the first one this one 33.13 it's starting to turn on the nine day. It's down a little bit today, 0.79. So be careful. What worries me about this one is on the four hour, you haven't seen the death cross yet. And it's super close, that 50 crossing under the 200. So yeah, this is super, super scary to me to invest in, but with risk comes reward. So XLF, I think the, the bottom side of this, I would say is 30 I mean, if we just look at a long term of this one and we look at the weekly, you're just coming to the 200 day and the 200 a day is at 32. So even if you go down to 30, if you come down here at 25, you're in, in real danger. I mean, we've got a bad economy if that comes down here. That is November 2020 where you gapped up. If we get down there, you're in real trouble. So XLF was one. The other one that is super, super interesting is XLU. This is utilities. And I'll show you a short-term and a long-term. This is the four-hour uh, four algorithm. And this chart, right, this line right here that shows a 12%, that's just getting back to the 200-day. Now, I would expect the 200-day to continue to slide. But XLU, if we get to, remember, bonds are closed today. So we're not seeing a huge uh, downturn because bond rates might be going up. Or, bond, I'm sorry, bond yields might be going up. 
The problem with utilities is people use this as income. And with bond, the, the, the long-term 10-year rate going to 2.8 or 4.8, um, you're, you're seeing people are moving to bonds and the bond prices are coming down. So it's actually cheaper to get income by buying bonds versus utilities. And your yields are typically better. So utilities, they were getting killed because of that. I think it's about to turn. And we can talk about this. You can look at the daily uh, on XLU. It's kind of similar to the, the four-hour, uh, just the four-hour moves quicker. But look at the weekly. What, the, what I did with the weekly was I put in a, a, a channel. And I said, okay, give me um, three points on the downside going back to 2011. Three points on the downside and three points on the, at least three points on the upside. And you're looking at a 35% gain up to the top. Uh, again, the, the, the RSI, these are super oversold. Doesn't mean that they can't continue to sit down here. But I like this uh, as, again, risk reward. XLU pays a, a de- decent dividend too. Monthly. I said, okay, where are we on the monthly? Remember, this is a channel and it's not predicting the bottom. It's not saying that we hit the bottom. But if I hit three points in this, one, two, three. It means that we've broken through that bottom. Means that this one might start coming up. That nine day and the 21 day are just crossing the 50 day. That 200 day is still moving there. Now, if you put the, pull the VWAP back to the beginning of that, you're looking at 55 as a support, as a volume support level. 55 is the volume support level. Once you get below that, it's between 47 and 55. So I do think that this could be a, a, a pretty good opportunity to invest in something that, that could be. But again, if we break, if something in this economy breaks and the Fed doesn't start reversing interest rates, this could be a, a, a bad sign and we could be going down further. Again, this is, this is COVID that you see. And the low was 43. Do we get back to, to the low of 43 when the world shut down? Probably not. But again, with risk comes reward. So there you go. That's a long, long, uh, you know, look at, at things. But I do think I think we have opportunity. Uh, I I think you know th- this this downturn. The downturn has already come back. I mean, the S and P, or I'm sorry, the Dow, which was down 200, it's down 48 now. So we've already started to come back. But remember, bonds are closed, so you don't have the bond rates hitting this. This is all war response. So if you want the newsletter and get all of the charts, uh, dailystockpick.substack.com. If any, I mentioned anything, the TrendSpider, uh, you want my algorithm, you can get it right there with a special offer from TrendSpider. Seeking Alpha, 50 bucks off. Uh, this TrendSpider offer, let's see, I think it's $480 for the year. Let's go to pricing, product, plans, and pricing. Um, you need the elite level, this middle one, 468. Skip the trial, get it for 468 bucks. An additional 40% off. So 468. I'm telling you, if you use my algorithm, if you use other stuff um, within TrendSpider, 468 bucks is nothing. Um, Seeking Alpha, you can get 50 bucks off. Uh, That is 189 with the $50 off. Weeble, 
I can't talk well enough about Webull. I love those daily uh, emails, or I'm sorry, alerts that I get on the app. Substack, there's the newsletter. Visible, $20 off your first month of phone service. There's no reason for you not to be paying. Um, you know, If you're paying 50 bucks a month for your phone service, what the hell's wrong with you? Visible is through Verizon. You get the Verizon network for $20 off your first month. Your first month costs you five bucks. If you're buying a Tesla, go here. Savvy Trader is right here. Savvy Trader is the one. If you make money, all I ask is a tip. I don't charge for any of this stuff, just a tip. And you got my Venmo, PayPal, and Cash app right there. Uh, any of these links will lead you to something on the the, the, the podcast. So uh, have a great day. I will be back tomorrow. Uh, I will be off on Wednesday as I'm traveling. I may be off on Thursday and Friday as well. So that's why I say get the newsletter. If I am not doing a podcast, I will at least put out a newsletter for you with all of my notes. And the newsletter is free. DailyStockPick.Substack.com. Okay, take care. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Every morning I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. Daily stock pick trading podcast in my ears. Guiding me through my hopes and fears. Tune in daily. Don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter. Let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer no room for any less. Every morning I wake up to the sound. The trading bell, my heart starts to pound. Daily stock pick trading podcast in my ears, guiding me through my hopes and fears.